Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, what's up? Welcome into the award-winning Orange Zone Podcast. I'm Tommy Sladak. This is Samantha Croston. We have Rachel Culver on the producer, Mike. A reminder, you can find every episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's interesting, Sam. You can see a breakdown of where people listen, and it's all over. I didn't even know Google Podcasts exist. Exactly. Spotify and Apple kind of have the lead, but like Amazon is in the mix now, so people are listening wherever. They're also watching on YouTube. If you are watching from YouTube, what's up from the Skycam? How you doing? Welcome in. Um, we are getting into this number one, 21, hopefully they're number one one day, number 21 Syracuse women's basketball team. They are ranked. They are 17 and three. They had a win loss last week against both ranked teams. Last three games were a gauntlet of ranked teams. They went two for one. Pretty good numbers to think that they came off this loss of Virginia Tech and still moved up a spot. Hokies just had their number. They crushed Notre Dame a few days before. This team's for real. They belong in the AP 25 and not just hovering on the edge like they were that we didn't agree with for weeks. They belong and they've cemented their name in it for right now. The only thing they can do is keep going higher. Uh, there, there's not even one doubt about it. I mean, the fact that Syracuse is 3-3 three and three versus quad one opponents and undefeated versus quad two, quad three, and quad four teams is Ooh. very impressive. Also have to shout it out. The entire year... Coach Leggett Jack has been saying, as far as the fans are concerned, she never begs people to come. Have you noticed that? She's like, we want you to come if you want to be there. But if you feel like you don't want to watch us yet, we're going to prove to you why we want you there. And we're going to prove to you why this is an amazing experience for you to come watch us and be around this team. 6,000 strong at the JMA Dome. That's awesome. That's amazing. You know, it's showing what she's building. And it's a team that, despite, you know, the loss... It's a team that really does feel like there is consistent improvement. Yes. When we talked about the men's team, consistently inconsistent, I feel like this team is consistency. I feel like you see consistent improvement with them. Um, and, and it is. It's, it's exciting because you're not talking about, you know, even last year when it was like, could they make the NCAA tournament? That's not the conversation here. Come on now. It's now where they're going to be. Exactly. Exactly. And... Just that national attention, I feel like even within the ACC, all of those analysts and experts who we see talking about all these teams, I think that there are some people who feel like, you know what, maybe I didn't show Syracuse enough credit to start. Yeah. I'm actually still a little, are you surprised Like at the ranking this week or you think 21 is accurate? It's frustrating, right? Because I think Virginia Tech's a good team and I'm yeah. surprised yep. that they're not higher. To me, if they had just a random win against, you know, maybe a, a lower level ACC team to combine with that crushing over Notre Dame, I think they're probably moving up to like 16 or 17. But just because it's the loss, it just it hurts end of the day, and mm -hmm. it just it stifled that a little bit. But for them to still move up a number, show to me that the voters now have their respect. And do you want to make do you want to make a prediction right now? 
Rachel's Rachel's hopping in. Go ahead. What's up, Rach? Not only like respect, but like confidence. Like you're oh, not yeah, yeah. you're not going to move up a team if you feel like going forward that's someone that's going to just fall down back down anyways. Like I think with Agree. The, it's almost like more impactful for me to see them go up a number with a loss and a win than it is to like see them go up a couple numbers with like um like a big win and like an average win. You know that loss. Yeah. Being in there is respectable. I would say so. How about you? 100%. Well, what, what, I, what I was going to say is, I think we should all make a prediction right now. Ooh, just so we can look, I'm in. look back at the end of the season. And the, the question for this prediction is, what is the highest number that this team will be ranked in the AP poll by the end of the season? Ooh. What's the highest you think they can get? And I'm just going to lock it in right now just so nobody steals my answer. I'm going to go with 17. That's in. It's locked and loaded. It's done. You think 17 is the mm-hmm. highest? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to like, I'm going to go up to 12 or 13. I'm going to go up to 12 or 13. Actually, you need to pick. I might even go higher. You, 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 you can't be giving a range. It's I have to one look number. At, I have to look at the standings again. You know, it's interesting. Given that the ACC is so respected, right? Mm-hmm. But they're kind of all clumped in the teens and 20s right now. You know, the top 10 is very Big Ten heavy, very SEC heavy, obviously. So there's some teams that are there that are cemented that are not moving. But I, I have every right to believe that Syracuse could end up winning the ACC regular season and that they could end up winning the whole thing. And one of the reasons is because I just learned this today. And we had one of our viewers commented last week, and, and I'm sorry I never got back to you, but we found out today, Isabel Vergel came in out the gates in the beginning of the season, right? And it was kind of like, okay, there's a big down low outside of Alyssa Latham, you know, that's, you know, Kyra Wood that's making some noise. She ended up being hurt. Felicia Lagetje, I didn't go into detail on, you know, what her injury is. She's like, you might have to, you are just going to have to ask her. But she said she was back at practice today and she should be ready to go next week. And she's like, you don't know sometimes what you're missing, you know, in, until it's gone and it comes back again. So to me, there's another missing piece to a team that's already been so successful. I'm going to say 10. I'm going to go with 10. Wow. Yeah. Lock yeah. it in, Rach. Lock it in. Kind of going off Tommy's point where obviously the ACC is so well-respected, but they're all kind of clumped together in those like high teen range right mm-hmm. now. The only reason I feel a little bit of concern bumping them up like a tremendous amount is because they're, they're going to be playing those teams throughout the rest of the season. Those sure. teams that are kind of ranked and even the ones that aren't in that poll. Like they're, there's not going to necessarily be – like if you're playing head-on with someone and you beat them, which you like see all the time – it's easier to jump in those polls, but you're not going to be playing a lot of those teams that are above them. So that's why I kind of hesitate a little bit more to like throw them up a ton. So I kind yeah. of lean more Sam's way with this. I want to say like 16. All right. Did we say ceiling or did we say, was it ceiling or where do we, we think? Did say, I think we did say ceiling. Ceiling. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with giving 10, them a high 16, ceiling. 16, 17. And it's not like prices, right? Rules or whatever. It's yeah. just whoever's the closest. Yeah. So you're the worst for picking 16. <laughs> I, yeah, that was bad. I, I do have another, I do have something else to back this up. And I am at a little bit of an advantage because I was at, I did talk to the coach today. Let's hear it. She also let us in on that this past weekend. She said there were, she's like, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just giving you the reality. She's like, there were some funerals involved that, you know, impacted some of our players. So some of them were maybe going through an emotionally tough time with Virginia Tech in town. 
that gives me even more reason to believe that they're coming back into a headspace that's even stronger. Sure. And it's going to be against the best team in the ACC right now, which is Louisville, which just goes to show you that even with Haley Van Lith gone, they're still making noise. Speaking the Cardinals of, are still very good. Speaking of Haley Van Lith gone, like she had a set at Louisville. It seemed like she was doing so well. And like whatever, whatever happened in an LSU right now, I don't even know. But uh, I sometimes don't, the noise is a lot. She looks confused she in that one video so on confused. Twitter. Did you guys see that? No. Yes. It was a video of the coach had the clipboard and like she drew up a play and Haley Van Lith is just sitting there. She's like, <laughs> like, like, just looked like, huh? she, went, she, went, she went like between the, she yeah. went like between the board and the court. And she was like, the cameras <laughs> are always watching. Always you forget. Watching. Yeah. End of the day. She's a baller. And yeah, you know, totally. I, I always wish players the best and that they can find their top shape, but it, it certainly has been a different story, but clearly the team's still doing well. And to me, this is an opportunity. And, and by the time you're listening to this, this game will probably already have happened or just about to happen. Um, but it's a big opportunity. And I just know that from everything we've seen that they can win these games. One of the issues for me that I think needs to change is the first halves have to be stronger. I appreciate the 18-point comeback. I appreciate the 19-point comeback. But I'd rather us not be in that situation. Right. Even right. against Virginia Tech, you know, they <laughs> went down, what was it, 14 at one point? I think we had written down... Um, Rachel, Syracuse got themselves in an early 14-point hole in the first quarter. They ended up coming back into the game. But, you know, a good team like Virginia Tech, anytime it was in that four- to six-point range, Syracuse just couldn't break it. And credit couldn't. to the Hokies. I, I, I have to say, credit to the Hokies. It was impressive because you had that feeling like you've seen in the past, the fact that Syracuse can come back or even when they're behind, they're never out. And the Hokies kept them out. They made it hard. And honestly, it didn't feel like Syracuse was ever truly back in that. Like, te Virginia Tech was a momentum killer, you know? Like, yes. they, they really, yes. they, they came into the dome and they just kind of stomped on everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking ahead, I think it is interesting that Syracuse will face three more AP Top 25 teams from the ACC mm -hmm. in the team's nine remaining in-conference regular season games. So you have sort of sort of an interesting mix there. I'm happy that they're going to be seeing some high-level competition in the ACC, though. I think that's important to just continue to see where they stand. Absolutely. And I believe, if I have this right, if DeAsia Fair scores 24 points, she will slide from ninth all the way up to sixth. Come on. There's a really, like, it's crazy how much the gap is where players are just separated by a few points. So she could slide up to six. There would be about another 100-point gap, so that would be a few games again. But it's it's really cool knowing that DeAsia Fair is being a part of history right now. She keeps moving up the ladder. And not only does she have a chance to slide into, like, the top three or four if they get a lot of ACC games and a few March Madness games, but Caitlin Clark's also doing kind of the exact same thing. And I believe she's second right now or second or third, but right. like she yeah. is on pace to break it as well this year. So it's just exciting. She is it's so cool. I wish Iowa could come here to the that dome. Would be neat. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah. Hey, maybe they face them in the tournament. You never know. You just, you just never, never know. know. I was having this conversation with my mom recently, and my mom's a huge women's basketball fan, consumes it. Love but, that. Um, it, she was just bringing up the point, like, she was like, you look at this entire landscape a couple of years ago, and you think of Gino Arniema, you think of UConn, mm -hmm. but, like, now there's just so many teams that you can think of. There's so many household names. It's so cool to see. It's so cool to see. Last, You're year, right. last year did, did so much. <clears throat> 
for for women's basketball and having the biggest names competing in the final four in the championship game like people were talking about was it south carolina lsu right Mm -hmm. i mean they were talking about that game for weeks and it's the star power the nil is coming into that it's the names are out there and the and the product is the best it's ever been and it's only going to keep getting better you know how people are always saying lacrosse is the fastest growing sport which yeah. at some point we need to just give it just can't be <laughs> the fastest growing sport forever where is it growing <laughs> i like that it's stop, become stop, stop. i like that it's become almost this i know i know you know but funny the, thing but like the reason i bring that up is because honestly lately i'm looking at i'm looking at other sports that i feel like really are are growing rapidly and i feel like women's basketball and quite honestly volleyball women's are, ice hockey too women's ice hockey like pacing men seven to one like like what's what's may or may fa- I what's just grow- a story on this. right 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 right, right. <laughs> like what's growing fast is women's sports in general and it is it is it's really exciting to see so i'm happy that rachel brought that up awesome well any last thoughts before we head out of here Um, My last thought is that I know that you have all probably seen the clips of this, but because you brought up Caitlin Clark, I'm just going to say it. Sure. Some of these three-pointers from the logo are just, (laughs) are real icy. It is really, really interesting to watch. And I I hope that one day we, we get to see Syracuse play that team. I think it would be really interesting, and I wonder how many fans it would draw out. If, if they were to ever come to Syracuse for any reason. Big time. You need a strong start if you want to play against the big dogs that's right, right now. Because like, that's the thing right now with, with, with you know, the, the state of the NCAA on the women's side is the big dogs are big dogs. Mm-hmm. On the men's side, everyone's losing. <laughs> and they're not just losing once or twice. It's three, four. Like we're, I think we're going to have one, two, three seeds, some of them with you know, five, six you know, losses. Now on the women's side. The big dogs are the big dogs. And to beat them, got to be at your best. Team can do it. We'll see if they get the 10. I don't feel like the big dogs bark like that. Yeah, that was like a Pomeranian. There we go. Okay, you know, you want me to try again? Yeah, do it again. Woof. That was good. That's a big dog. That's a big dog sound. All right. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Samantha Cross and Rachel Big Dog Culver. I'm Tommy Sladak. We're out of here. Peace. (laughs)